Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everton fan Matt Jones is with us as well of the Blue Room podcast. Matt, you were at the game, but you left early. What was the final straw for you? Well, there was quite a few, I think. Um, I had to kind of hold myself back a little bit before going, but... You know, all the, all the things that the Paul said there. And listen, I'm sure the Brighton fans listen to this saying, you know, they, they deserve a lot of credit. And I think they absolutely do. They, they turned up tonight. They were excellent. They, they managed to stave off that little Everton spell just before half-time. And I think from an Everton perspective, that is the most emphatic message they could probably be sent. The, a team that has done so many things right in the last four or five years since they come to the Premier League in terms of recruitment, in terms of appointing managers... Um, in terms of the style of play, a clear red, uh, clear thread running through the entire football club. They've done absolutely everything perfectly and, and they deserve so much credit for that. Whereas Everton have done absolutely everything possible wrong. And that was the, the biggest slap in the face they probably could have got tonight where a team in Brighton who probably spent any money really, they invest so well, they recruit so well, come up and turned over an Everton side that have had so much money spent on it in front of an Annette board a dugout, which probably is going to be a very long and, and a pitch full of, of players who, you know, plenty will be questioning the character of tonight. So, an absolutely disastrous night for Everton. Any kind of minor momentum they might have taken from that City game is completely gone now. And, and here we are again, back at, back at crisis point. Matt, you mentioned the players and you mentioned the manager there, but there were lots of chance of, of sack the board. And I know you, you just talked about them there. They would say... You know, over half a billion spent since Mashiri came on the on the board in, in 2016. There's the new stadium underway at Bramley Moor Dock Stadium that that's that's going to be well, that is under development. There's going to be somewhere for for Everton to move to, and and they would argue that they've put the money in and they've tried to put the infrastructure in. What what would you say to that? Well, the stadium is the one thing the club has got right in in the last few years. But the way it's going, it's going to be the best stadium in the second tier. And the way in which I would sum it up, and there are so many examples and so many problems with Everton, but the people who fought to play in Rafael Benitez as Everton manager was a good decision, are mainly still there. And I think that's, that's the thing. And you can talk about Frank Lampard as, as much as you want. And is he out of his death? Probably. Is he the right man for Everton going forward? Probably not. But if he gets sacked and the same people at the football club 
who brought Benitez in are still there making those decisions, plotting the future having the football club out, then we're still going to have the same sort of same sort of issues. So it, it just feels like the football club's on a bit of a hamster wheel at the moment and they're going round and round and round to a point now where it's probably come off the hinge and they're just spiralling into a relegation battle. And it is really concerning. And, and obviously last year we had that really close brush of relegation and we had that, that amazing night at the end of the campaign where we got out of the mire against Crystal Palace. And, and the worry for me after that game was always, you know, when, when that relief subsided, was that after everything just about survived by the skin of the teeth, is that the people at the football club would have patted themselves on the back, had a big deep breath and said, thank goodness we're out of that. Um, not really changed that much and, and that's sort of where we are now there are still people at Everton at the very top of the football club who are still making the same decisions and we are where we are now and the quality in the, in the team has been siphoned off for Charleston has gone to be replaced by Dwight McNeil and Neil Mope who, who are nowhere near ready for this sort of level Dominic Carver-Lewin is not the same sort of player anymore we're bringing back players from on loan from Sunderland you know, Sims to try and help us out of our plight it's just an absolute mess and it all sort of culminated and percolated and manifested perfectly tonight in, in that game. Not, not perfectly, obviously, from Everton's perspective, but it was, an, it was a perfect summation of Everton's issues and why they are where they are compared to teams like Brighton who've made so many good decisions and got so many things right. Yeah, perfect storm at Goodison tonight. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much to Matt Jones there of the Blue Room podcast after Everton's 4-1 defeat at home to Brighton. We will talk more about that. Grossi's oh, no. in one-on-one. Has he got the pace? Tarkovsky can't keep up with him. The German digs it over Pickford. It's four. More booze. Pascal Gross. Sneak slide in front of the away ends. That was Brighton's fourth goal and their third within a six-minute period of the second half as they won 4-1 at Goodison Park to put Everton boss Frank Lampard under real pressure now. Let's speak to Everton supporter Warren Doyle from the Blue Room podcast and Brighton fan Tom Budgeon, co-host of the Albion Obsessed podcast. Morning, both. Good morning. Uh, start, morning start with you, Warren. Um, do, do you want Frank Lampard to stay? It's such a tough question because he probably is. he probably has managed his last game with the results. You can't defend the results he's had. However, I don't think it's all his fault. He's been dealt a dreadful hand. And I think the general feeling amongst Evertonians now is that it's it doesn't matter who we get in. We're mm. we're unsavable currently. The um the mismanagement of the club of the last sort of five, six, seven years is is has led to where we are now. We've been sleepwalking into this for years and we um we, we got away with it last year and it feels like the inevitable is going to happen this year. And I can only envy the fellow uh, fellow supporter over there down at Brighton because I know they had a lot of struggles mm. years ago when they were at the Widdeen Stadium and they seem to have turned that all around, all around and they are a model of what we hoped and we thought we should be. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. To answer your question, Rick, I, it, yes, he probably does need to go because the results aren't good, but it doesn't mm. matter really. It, it's just going to be someone else coming in and it, it feels like the same thing's going to happen regardless. Mm. It must be so frustrating as well after what was a brilliant display at, at Manchester City at, at the Etihad, then to capitulate in, in such a short period of time at, at home last night. Just frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the hallmark of Everton teams down the years, whether they've struggled or been you know, sort of half decent, is that your home games, it was always a tough place to, to come. Mm. And you hear pundits and ex-players say it all the time, they hated going to Goodison because the fans are on top of you and the atmosphere is, you know, 
it's a tough place to tough atmosphere to play in and it just seems these last couple of home games we've just capitulated it's not a good sign it's very worrying and your home games are your bread and butter mm-hmm. they're the ones that keep struggling to teams up if you can you know what, if you can win at home what was the atmosphere like last night I wasn't actually there last night. Okay, not, okay. I recently just got back from the states, right. um, so I'm a bit jet lagged. But um, the from what I can gather through friends and, and everything, it, 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 Everton Goodison's got a sort of uh, unwanted fame attached to it. That when it's bad, it gets very toxic, and mm. I think people are just starting to wake up now to the fact that there's something not right at this club and it hasn't been right for a long time. Um, and I think people are starting to turn their anger towards the board and those who are in charge of Everton. Um, you said you feared the worst might happen. Do you think you actually might go down this season? I think this is the year that it finally catches up with us. And, and mm. it's, not that, it's not that I'm being pessimistic. It's just that you look at every other side around us and it seems that they've all got at least one player who drags them out or seems to always got something about them. We had Richarlison last year who did that for us. We haven't got him this year and he hasn't been replaced. And, you know, you, you look at the teams around us and, and they all seem to have someone who, who's got that little special something. So I'm very worried. And I know we, we've relied on Dominic Calvert-Lewin and he's just recently returned from injury, but we can't we can't sort of, we can't guarantee that he'll play every game. And that's, that's the real worrying concern, unless something big happens, whether that's regardless of a, a manager change or a couple of signings that come in this January, then I do fear that this could be the year sadly mm. the catches it was it just felt last night that that was the it, it was inevitable inevitability about it all um so it's worrying times with Everton dark days just listen to your Brighton fan there talking about European football I'm very jealous by the way <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in your voice uh n- nice speaking to you both uh that is uh Brighton fan Tom Budgeon co-host of the Albion Obsessed podcast and Everton supporter Warren Doyle from the Blue Room Sports Social Podcast Network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.